Game begin. Well, hello, and welcome to episode 35 of Dagum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. I'm your host and resident pundit, Zach, and joining me tonight is the man with an ever present TMNT sized hole in his heart, Kevin. It's true. We need more TMNT in everyone's lives. It's and true. the man who feels like Green Lantern is really just misunderstood. Andrew <laughs> Martin Odell had a vision. Uh, well, for this episode, actually, guys, I really didn't like how that sounded. Would y'all mind giving me $70 million to remake that intro? Because we're going to be talking about the Zack Schneider's <laughs> Justice League cut. All right. So spoiler me. warning, spoiler warning. We've got opinions. But first, anything happened in dad life this week? Yeah. So this one happened just tonight. So Molly is very particular right now with what she eats. Oh boy. It, and we went it, to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. We oh, went to okay. Chick-fil-A, right? Okay. But even still, like she's like, she doesn't want fries. She wants the waffle chips, the chips that you can get there now. Okay. Wait, Wait she chooses waffle chips over waffle fries? Yes. Yep. A hundred percent of the time now. This kid she, keeps getting weirder and weirder. She used to only have the fries would be the only thing she ate. And then one day we gave her the chips and she's like, I want on that train because I think because of the that she gets more out of the bag. So I think she's just gaming oh, it a little bit. Okay. 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 It's the whole I'm a kid. Right. And if it's more, I don't care. I it's don't care because it's more. Right. <laughs> but she also puts ketchup on everything. So she's oh, no. dipping her ketchup, her fries into ketchup. But then Chick-fil-A also has those squeeze packets. Uh-huh. So she would hold it up and squeeze like half the ketchup thing on top of it. And this is what she did tonight. She held it. She squeezed it on top, lifted it up. Mmm, blood. And then <laughs> ate it. So not only does Molly need a mental evaluation for preferring the chips over the actual <laughs> waffle fries, but now part vampire. Part vampire. <laughs> Not a sparkling one. At least it'd be a decent one. Can you like hold a piece of garlic up to her at some point in time and see if, you know, she runs away screaming or I don't know. She might. She runs away at random stuff, man. Okay. Yeah. But who knows? Like, yeah, eating ketchup blood. She also will suck the packets dry. Like she'll just like (laughs) just drink ketchup. Yeah. Well, make sure you go to bed tonight with a wooden steak and a cross right next to you. Uh, We always have a cross near me. But yeah, Mm. and last week she had a ketchup sandwich. She just put ketchup on bread and, and ate a ketchup sandwich. Wow, yeah. Molly just really likes that tomato. Dedication. Huh? She, she just goes for it, man. That three-year-old, three-year-old go for it, right? Man. Well, Rowan has started a new tradition for the mornings. So it's funny what two-year-olds will just, they make these correlations and connections. Mm-hmm. And for a while, he would wake me up in the mornings and, it, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting out of bed and I would say, hey, buddy, before I can go play, let me put on some pants. Um, as is appropriate. (laughs) uh, I mean, you know, you can't go build Legos when you're just, you know, all hanging out and breezy. So (laughs) I, uh, the other day he came in and instead of like going, daddy, daddy play, he just pulled the covers and went pants. (laughs) 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 And cause he realized he's like, all right, we're just going to skip ahead to what needs to happen here. Pants first. And so now he just comes in in the morning and just goes, Pants, pants, because <laughs> he made the connection that daddy is not ready until he puts on pants. So I'm right. just going to, instead of saying good morning, let's just cut to the chase. Put on some pants, man. Pants. 
So, and it's I great. Need Lego he, time. He, he totally adds a W in there. He's like, <laughs> so anyway, it's, it's so a fun good. way to start the morning. That is amazing. I With love it. Pounce. All right. Well, enough jokering around. It's time to suit up and start this discussion. We'll be back in a flash. Why did we let you host? Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on Dadgum Nerds. We truly appreciate it. And also, in case you didn't know, we are also both on Facebook and Instagram. It's a great way for you to help us grow the show and get it out to other dads and nerds. So we truly do appreciate it and would love to invite you to be part of our Dadgum community. Have a great one. Appreciate you. Welcome back. Well, Internet, you win. After years of clamoring from Zack Snyder's foaming at the mouth acolytes, we finally are going to see the Snyder cut of the Justice League in all of its square glory. Um, (laughs) So just so you know, listeners slash viewers, as of recording this, the Justice League alternate cut is going to be released this weekend. So we haven't seen it yet. So what you are going to be hearing is our hopes and horrors about this monstrosity Frankenstein of a movie. Um, Undoubtedly, we will also be posting our individual thoughts on YouTube, so make sure to check us out and subscribe so you can get our fresh reactions. But for now, we're joined to speculate. So, Justice League, advance. Is that, I don't, is that a, I don't know if that's a thing. I did research before this as host. I took it upon myself, and that's actually their new catchphrase. Oh, okay. Their new catchphrase. Justice League, advance. Because Assemble was already taken. Yep. All right, so let's start this thing off. Well, before before First, we do that, too, like we all have opinions on this mm-hmm. movie, and I think there's a, a consensus among us that you're going to hear tonight that there's a little bit of skepticism surrounding this, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But we have done our darndest to praise what needs to be praised in this mm-hmm. and be excited about what we are genuinely excited to see. And so we're not just going to dog this film for the sake of dogging it. Nobody wants to right. hear that. No, yeah, we're just no. not going to make a bunch of Snyder comments. Mm. But yes. but but in in all fairness to what Andrew was saying is we we do very intentionally try to keep the positivity alive on this show. Yes. So we're not going to just sit here and bemoan that um oh, DCU sucks. We're yeah. nerds. We love this stuff. And because we love it, yeah. we have opinions. Some of those opinions will sometimes be strong in the negative, but we have to remember that we originally did love the subject matter and that's why we care. Right. (laughs) And at the end of the day, it's just a movie. Yeah. That's the other thing (laughs) that none of us will make money off of. That's right. This is true. All right. So question number one, what are you excited about for Zack Snyder's justice league cut? Kevin, let's start with you. So I've, they've, dropped a new trailer um at the time of this recording it was now. like two yeah, days just a couple days ago trailer. Right? final <laughs> and that was an awesome trailer it was legit good it got me really excited like everything else was like oh my gosh this is sort of Zack Snyder showing off like this sort of the, the quote-unquote savior of the DCEU um, it felt like the and, Criterion Collection meets the DCEU. Right. It was and like, I, okay, you're just getting artsy-fartsy for the sake yeah. of being artsy-fartsy. Right, and the previous trailers I did not like at all. Mm, but when I watched no. this one, I was like, oh, wow, I can get on board. And um, it seemed really good. So I, was, I am excited about it just based off of that new trailer. Now, having said that, I haven't been excited about DCEU content in a very long time. 
Mm-hmm. Fair. Uh, I <laughs> do have some things about coming out in the DCEU that I am excited about. So I'm going to leave, you know, Robert Pattinson's Batman out of this. Yeah, I am excited mm-hmm. about that, but it's not DCEU. I am super excited about the, the Suicide Squad, which is um, James Gunn's yeah. sequel. Mm-hmm. And what those two movies have in common that I would probably say every other DCEU film does not have in common with them is that the directors had 100% creative control. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, the unfortunate thing about Justice League is I would say it started out with 100% director control and then just due to, you know, the well, very there's a whole bunch situation, of life tragic got, situations yeah. involved with that, right? Yeah, so, we those, got, so we got what we got for the original one. I mean, I don't know which one you want to call the original one at this point, because this well, it one... Is, so DC has said that Justice League, which was done by Joss Whedon, so the original <laughs> 2017 release, that is canon. What we are getting is the Zack Snyder cut of the oh, Justice League. I didn't know so that this, little tidbit. This is <laughs> not going to be DCEU canon. Interesting. Okay, so so yeah. this is like bonus content. Basically. Yeah, I didn't. Huh. So, I'm, so I'm very curious on that now because um, that potentially gets me more excited um, to sort of part ways, for lack of a better term, but in DCEU. terms of the DCU and the Snyder EU, whatever you want to call that. <laughs> um, because Snyder, uh, he was said this was his last DC movie, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he has said that whether or not that actually whether becomes or not that's the case. true. Yeah, Brett Favre also retired 10 years before he actually did. Mm-hmm. And. But um, Lucas was never going to write another Star Wars movie. So. And all of the things that he probably makes some, a ton of them, um, but just never, never releases them. I am curious on like, if this does really well, does he come back to finish his like five or six movie vision after this? And does it become, does, does WB go back on itself and say, never mind, like. No, I, I feel did, like, I feel like the hype, tra- like all of the momentum has gone. It is. Right? So, yeah. So, this is going gonna, on on HBO Max. Well, no, no. That's, I mean, HBO Max is pushing it because they're looking for subscriber base. Subscribers, and right. We, we have, we, I have weighed getting an HBO Max subscription specifically for us doing Justice League stuff. Like, so, like, well, there's, t- a lot there's of tons of there. DC content on there, but there's tons of oh, other content on there, too. There's some really good stuff on there. Like, I believe the original Batman animated series is on mm-hmm. HBO Max. I believe, um, if you've not seen Young Justice yet, um, that they made, I think it was early 2010s, and then they did a season last year or year right. before. Godzilla um, versus Kong is coming out on D- on HBO Max, too. They're, they have some good content outside of. The other content, I, I don't I haven't researched the content mm-hmm. that's on HBO Max because um, I don't have a lot of free time to just research what's on streaming surfaces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I based on you said the trailer and what got me excited and what continues to get me excited about seeing this movie is honestly just to see how different this is from the Joss Whedon cut. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we have seen many, many shots and this is kind of designed to get people hyped up that this is a different movie than what was produced in 2017, Mm -hmm. which cool. That's great. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, happy to see that, but I'm honestly really, really curious to see how much has changed Mm -hmm. and if those changes are necessarily warranted for the movie, because you can make a change Mm -hmm. to something doesn't necessarily mean it's the right change. Right. And and to add on that a little bit, I'm, I've been debating this pretty heavily. Do I go back and watch the 
2017 Justice League to refresh myself I before I watch this one. Because I haven't watched it since 2017. I've had no desire to go back and watch it. Um, I'm curious on should I watch it before and then the other? Because that's a six hour investment. Let's be real. I was about right. to say the exact same thing is like you were talking about over six hours of right. runtime, which as a dad, in our case with me and Zach with young kids, mm-hmm. well, I mean, you've got a three year old, Kevin. So, right. That's you've got a ketchup blood sucking three year old. So, yeah, yeah I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of time. But the other thought is like, do I just watch this new version? And love it or hate it, I don't, whatever my opinion is and once it comes back. out. And then go back. Yeah, that works. That's I mean, probably what I'm going to end up doing. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, there's no right way or wrong way. Um, well, I, you can only I do think, it one way one time. Yeah. And then it's, and then it is what it is. Well, I, I want to go into it just with my memory of how the other one had me feel and mm-hmm. what my thoughts were. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it, it, to me, this isn't a, uh, all right, find the seven differences picture in highlights. No, not magazine. At all. no, not at all. And, and at I feel all. like if, if I pregame with the original 2017 and then this one, that's all it will become for me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you kind of touched on this, Andrew. I'm, I'm more curious from a filmmaking perspective to where, all right, a director's role is he truly made fundamentally significant enough changes where it'll vastly change my opinion my first time around. And I, I will give credit where credit is due here. From what I have heard about their um, new approach to Steppenwolf, the villain from the original Justice League and same for this <laughs> one, it sounds like they have actually added a lot more to him aside from right. just, oh, I'm just big bad who wants to take over the world. Like, okay, we've seen that a million times. Right. And it seems like from what I have heard, and I, you know, if you've not heard about it, you can research it if you, or if you want to go or, or just wait a couple of days and yeah, you can wait see a few it. days yeah. and just go, you know, watch it. Or, you know, by the time you're listening to this, just watch it. Or maybe you already have um, watched it by now. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So they, um, they've really stepped up their game apparently. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it looks like they've actually added more to his character. Actual which, story. Which gives me a little bit of hope, just a little <laughs> bit of hope on it. A little bright spot in there. I am excited too that Batman looks less like comic relief than he was in Justice League. That really sure. rubbed me the wrong way in Joss Whedon's, mm-hmm. which is Joss Whedon is known for he has very quippy, fun dialogue. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot. I mean, see what he did with the Avengers. See what he did with Firefly, Buffy, mm-hmm. Angel. Very quippy, funny. Um, but Batman's the, not, not the right character for that. Batman is absolutely not the right character for that. Flash is the right character for that. Yes. Um, Comic book accurate Green Arrow is right yeah, for Green that. Arrow. Um, but yeah, not not Batman. Even like you could have thrown a Robin in there if you wanted to, if you wanted. To, right, but yeah, depending right, so on which Robin you go with. But right, there were moments that happened all throughout the Justice League where I'm like, that just didn't feel very Batmany, <laughs> and I realize that means a little bit of a different thing. That's for the Spanish of version different. of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Batmany. Um, Batman-y. That's more like that's more like the Italian Batmani. Batmani. But with I, a little pinnacati. But I, I don't think in necessarily anybody's definition of Batman, like top right. five traits, nobody would list funny. <laughs> Unless <laughs> right. you're Lego Batman. Yeah. Unless you're Lego Batman. Unless in which you're case, Lego that Batman. movie is hilarious. Which is a gem. If you have <laughs> not seen it, please go watch it. It's All so right. Funny. Well, before we brick this conversation, let's pull it back into <clears throat> this universe. <laughs> Um, I, I will just say one more thing that I, I am excited about is as a 
as a movie nerd, so DCEU aside, I I am fascinated by it, in throughout film history there have been very famous director cuts. Mm-hmm. I think of Blade Runner right off the bat and all right, the bajillion sure. cuts of that movie. I also think from my own personal fandom, Star Wars, how many different iterations there were yeah. of yeah. George Lucas's special edition, for ultra special edition, worse. special There's edition that was released There's on a technology. Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it was and, a Tuesday. And <laughs> Tuesday it is, it is going to be interesting to basically remind audiences that like, Hey, the director does have a very significant role to play. <laughs> and now you have a one-to-one comparison between Joss Whedon's vision and Zack Snyder's vision. Um, so I wonder if it'll just get people more excited about directors again, because I, I feel like from the MCU perspective, Unless your name's John Favreau, no one's like, ooh, so-and-so directed this MCU film. There's been right. a few of them. Like Sam Raimi is going to be directing um, the uh, Spider-Man Multiverse of Madness, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, who, uh, he directed the original Spider-Man Original movies. Spider-Man films. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that, I'm excited about that. There's a handful of them that, I mean, we can talk about yeah. um, James Gunn. There's another one. Right. Um, there's a handful of them. But yeah, to your point, it's not you're not leading with directed by. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The other thing I'm super curious about it, industry speaking, I can't think of another film since, since COVID started. That's as big as this, that is streaming only. Hmm. That's true. I think maybe because it was the first Mulan may have had enough of a buzz around it. Really? Like, like that's the closest I can think of though. Right. So, yeah, but as far as what, significance as being a piece in an already existing story, mm-hmm. this is—I right. mean, this well, is not only that. It's like, what does success mean for something like this? For a, a film mm-hmm. that would have been budgeted this way, mm-hmm. um, what does that mean? What is a successful movie in this term? Does is it adds to subscriptions? Because you're not—if mm-hmm. you already have a subscription, you're not getting it for this film. Like, is mm-hmm. it just fuse? Like, how do you de- define? success yeah for a film that's streaming only. well i don't think i don't think necessarily any of the big studios at this point have a no one has an idea of what that is definition mm-hmm. because it's this this is such brand new territory for mm-hmm. streaming and if you've not heard our thoughts on uh the streaming versus movie theaters i believe our first episode of season two here on dad that's how we kicked off season two (laughs) yeah check it out there's a lot of good stuff that's on there it's really not that new it's really not because we've been on lockdown now for like a year i know but still we're we're talking about a hundred years of cinema history and we've only had a year of streaming right to this degree to this degree right but we Right. So there's, you have to figure it out. There's plenty of other models that you can think through, but I'm just curious on how that this industry will define success for a film like this. Yeah. That's a good question. That's a good question. To continue with the flow apart from streaming, let's go to the next question, which is (laughs) what are you concerned about with this cut? Uh, Runtime. (laughs) <laughs> yes preach that's four my biggest concern four or just shy of four right which yeah something like that but if you like originally this was going to be a series so this is sort of my yeah. back and this is my battle with this so concern in quotes right if you put say wandavision together all eight episodes 
it's about four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, it's not so right. Well, they're only like what thirty minutes, thirty to forty, thirty yeah. to forty minutes, minutes and some change. Yeah. So it's close to that. Um, and this and this was originally going to be a four part series. No one would have had an issue with that. Um, so I battled the the line of: Do I have four hours to sit and watch it straight, or is it edited well enough where I could come back? Like an hour here, watch an, an hour, hour there. Watch an hour, watch an hour, watch an hour, watch which I like, hate doing. Are there four? I hate yes. doing. Same. Like like films with commercials. Like, oh, this movie's great, but it's on YouTube TV. I'm not going to watch it. It has commercials. It completes me, completely right. takes me out of the film. That was something that my wife and I had to work through our first couple of years of marriage. Oh, and she's totally, She's totally okay. Be like, oh, let's just watch 30 minutes of this movie and we'll pick it up tomorrow. And I'm like, sacrilege. <laughs> what are you talking about? That is about? not how you watch a film. Right. <laughs> but like, I, I have to think about you this. You will like, stay I, awake, I, woman. I, no, kids cured me of that real quick. I'm like, okay, right. 30 minutes is all I can stay awake. Right. <laughs> no, but like realistically, uh, as uh, a dad who's married and has a kid, during the weekday, if I'm planning on sitting down and watching this mm-hmm. for four hours, it just ain't going to happen. Because, right. but it time, also depends on the age of your kids, right? So if right. I had eight kids, like a one-year-old's, cool, knock it out. This kid's gonna, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna one-arm the little dude, and we're gonna <laughs> knock this out, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm also what I'm also looking forward to is that time when, like, okay, you guys have aged up enough that this could be a shared experience. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, my I kids, ha- my, my right. oldest is ten. Uh, my oldest one that would care about this is probably five. No, my older two don't. And this really. is a hard R rating. So. Right. <laughs> it's true. I mean, but, but anything in general, even MCU content, not just because a lot of DC content seems to be going the way of the R rating, which I don't mm-hmm. necessarily love either. So that would be another concern mm-hmm. I have about this. I, I hate it. I hate a strong word. Um, I really don't like that the more successful DC properties as of late mm-hmm. have been hard R's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that is a concern of mine um, as just it, a general fan. It doesn't necessitate success, and it's one of right. the things that I've enjoyed about Marvel is that, yeah, where they're not like totally family friendly, like we're uh, gosh, G Willikers, you know, G rated stuff, language, right. yeah, language, <laughs> you know. At, at the same time, like they're fun movies, right? And overall, they at least have some. Fam- most of them have some family aspect to them. Whereas, right. like, I'm not going to sit down and watch The Joker with my family. No, no. no. Well, but I think that's, they've had to differentiate themselves in that way. And I, I'll, I'll just jump in and say that is one of my concerns as I was reading one of the, uh, the pre reviews of this and they're mm-hmm. like, it's a darker, gloomier take on sure. the original justice mm-hmm. league, which I mean, considering that the alternative was Joss Whedon, who's more known for levity and mm-hmm. adding that humor in. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> it's going to be gloomier if you take him out. But I'm like, I don't know if that's what yeah, I want. Dude, yeah, Batman, Superman, right. like Batman versus Superman. That that's all that movie was. But, well, but I don't I'm mind like, if it's do done I want right. Four hours of that. Yeah, but I mean, but I'm I'm okay if it's done right. But but it but again, it doesn't have to be an R. Christopher Nolan is a Batman mm, series yeah. is a great example of DC content that takes that darker tone. It's not an R rating. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't like if there's a reason for it to be R. I get it, but. There are very few comic book properties that I would say, yep, that needs to be an R rating mm-hmm. to do it successful. Deadpool's a great example of a movie that had to yeah, be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there, granted, there is more DC content that lends itself to R ratings. Watchmen, 
Mm-hmm. Um, Lobo, like Lobo has to be done yeah. at an R rating for it to be done right. Um, but not the Justice League. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree mm-hmm. with that. I, I Apparently in this movie, Batman at one point in time drops an F-bomb. Sure. I, I don't need my Batman to drop an F-bomb. I mean, I could see him doing it. Like, I, like, I totally I get can. It. I, I don't get need it. that though. But I'm why fine. Do you, right. Like you don't need it. Like it's not needed. I mean, I'm unless good. it's below the bat belt. I mean, right. that's really the only time. Right. Maybe that's you know, justified. Let, I mean, they dropped the F-bomb in a, few de- <laughs> in a few Marvel films, but they intentionally beep it out. I'm still scarred from Batman versus Superman. Oh, yep. I, like Martha? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> oh, and you talk to Zack Snyder and he's like, that's the best thing ever. And right. I, I'm just, I remember when Kristen and I went to see it when it came out in what? 2016 something 20 like whatever that? it was yeah, yeah 20 whatever 20 a lifetime ago yeah, <laughs> yeah. 20 forget it <laughs> i both we both walked out of the theater and like at me as a comic book fan and kristen as just there <laughs> i'm here for the popcorn and nachos <laughs> yeah, she was there because I as a fan <laughs> and <laughs> kristen was just there and, like she, whatever. she came she came with me and both that was a marriage were, play that was we didn't have ac play. in the apartment at the time so she wanted to go somewhere uh no ac we'll go watch dc that was pretty good no it, it was pretty good but we both it. walked out of the film just both going like what what was that what did we just watch and not in a good way it's mm-hmm. not like we walked out of, you know, Interstellar or something and be like, what was that? Um, it was the mm-hmm. wrong kind of speechless. <laughs> yeah, it's the wrong kind of speechless. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, just because so many bafflingly dark and off character decisions. Don't even ask me to explain Lex Luthor's plan to blow up Batman, Superman. Like, it's just sure. I, it, I'm still absolutely scarred from that experience. <laughs> and to me, that was like the big nails. All the nails in the coffin were from Batman, Superman. Sure. Primarily. Um, so I really, I'm going into this film like, Oh, it's the same director. Oh, he has a hundred percent creative control. I have no faith in this. Did he have a hundred percent in um, Dawn of justice though? Batman versus I mean, they, were, they were pretty much grooming Zack Snyder to be the Kevin Feige, the godfather of the right, DC I get that, but Yeah, but grooming him and Lev having 100% creative control is... Well, com- even if he had 75% creative control, buddy, that was 75% was just <laughs> 75% bad. was sure. bad. It was, it was bad. <laughs> sure. Um, so I'm, I'm just... I, I still have such a bad taste in my mouth from it. And I know some people said like, oh, watch the ultimate cut. It's going to, it's better that way. I don't need longer runtime of this. Like, right. How does p- more of a bad thing make it better? Yeah, exactly. yeah. So that oh, again, if you had just eaten all of the poop, you yeah. would have loved it. So again, to your point, four hours of this, four hours of a director that I have no faith in. I'm, I'm concerned about mm-hmm. that. Um, and Zack Snyder has just, uh, somebody else talked before I keep going. Sorry. No, I was going to say, this no, is becoming in Batman versus Superman. It's Andrew versus Snyder. Like, <laughs> Dawn of Justice. I mean, what else has well, Zach done? What else has be... Zach done outside of the DC? Yeah. Legend uh, of the Watchmen. Guardians. Watchmen. That actually, the Watchmen, uh, which, is, which is a DC property. Oh, is it? Yeah, it Wait, is actually. Legend of the Guardians or Guardians? Uh, which is, and also a horrible movie. The Guardians of Gahul? No, the Owls one? Oh, Watchmen. Watchmen. Okay. Watchmen. Yeah, I've heard the movie is not great. I've not actually so, sat down to watch it. There's some super awkward moments in there, and I went to see that film with some people I worked with at the time. Mm-hmm. And I did not sit next to the people I need to be sitting next to when scenes like that come on. 
Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Not stellar. I've heard the comic and very is groundbreaking. Long. Okay, uh, that's that's not great. I've heard the comic is groundbreaking, and comic book is great. Doing... The creator hates the film; like he wants his oh. name, ah. yeah, so much so that he's trying to get his name taken off of it. Oh, really? Off of the film, he's like, oh. yeah, I don't want to be associated with this film. That, that's oh. his uh, his Star Wars Christmas special. Huh? <laughs> he's like, get my name <laughs> off this thing. <laughs> I've heard the TV show is really good from HBO. I've just I've not had time to. I haven't had time to watch resources it. to watch had, it. Yeah. I've not had time to watch, man, <laughs> or a subscription to HBO Max <laughs> at this point. So that too, that too. Which, now, which I do need to get. Now, I'm surprised HBO, no one if you're has, listening, throw me a bone here, man. <laughs> I'm surprised no one has mentioned yet on the concerns, the aspect ratio thing. Oh, I was getting to that. Oh, my God. I would say that, too. But when I watched, so I agree with this. I have a 65 inch screen TV okay. for a reason. Right. Hold on. Hold on. But, can, we, can we pause this real quick? <laughs> for those who do not know what aspect ratio is and for the, the unfilmed, you know, the black bars on top of your screen. Uh, that that is what's called a 16 by nine format. It, it's it, basically when it looks like you've turned your phone sideways and shot it that way. It's that, more commonly that, called widescreen. And what yeah. you basically get to do is see more Avengers. lateral approach. It's more it's it's typically shot for more visually epic films. So think Gladiator, think Braveheart thinks there's nothing wrong with your TV. If you have an old square box, 99 percent of the TVs percent of the TVs now you wouldn't even know. Mm hmm. But There's yeah, a difference you, between YouTube and Instagram. But you but you remember that square from old VHS days. If you're uh, if you're old enough to remember that mm. that square that was there, that's basically what he has cropped the entire Justice League movie in. So if you watch this on your TV, you are going to have black bars on both sides of your screen. Right. To which we go, what the crop? <laughs> <laughs> That four was by halfway three. good. It's still four bad, by three. but it's Thank halfway. you. Thank you. Thank you. I, why? Why? Why it, would you do that? I mean, I guess it just falls under the category of because I can, right? Sure. Or, or is it a revolutionary way to save on the CG because he only had a limited <laughs> budget? And so he's like, hey, I can reduce costs by 33%, guys. So, if, so, if I cut this. <laughs> and I, but I will say, when I watched the, tr the new trailer, which I actually wouldn't say I'm a fan of, but I really did like compared to all the other ones, it didn't bother me. Mm. Granted, I watched it on my phone. On my phone, right? We watched it on my phone. <laughs> I'm not going to watch a four-hour film on my phone. From, now, what, I, from what I have read, his reasoning behind it is that superhuman superheroes stand tall they're straight figures that and so they don't they lend themselves more to something that's vertical more than something that's horizontal and i'm like oh please tell me that's not your actual reason for this hey when sure. superman flies he does this turns sideways yeah but <laughs> I, I realize that this is his direction that he can take this however he wants to he wants to but right. why would you cut the sidebars off of my giant 4k tv that i paid for i don't know he's yeah. just be, he's just being square it's hip to be square sometimes um well i the other thing i'm concerned about is the the thing that struck me when i watched justice league for the first time on an airplane because <laughs> yeah. i had too many i had too many friends tell me like oh it's not great so i usually reserve those for a long flight sure i'm like yeah i'm sitting down captive audience anyway why not um <laughs> I remember just being struck on like, I didn't care about anyone in that movie. Mm -hmm. Like for yeah. me, it was just the, the characters, uh, 
I didn't know half of them. I'm I'm not really a DC background, so I didn't even know Cyborg was a thing. True confession. Sure. Oh gosh. Um, oh. Yeah, like like I'm that level oh. of didn't know DC. So I'm like, who's the robot? Um oh. so Is it Cyborg? I have heard that in this cut, there's a lot more screen time that's dedicated to developing backstory. Well, he's mm-hmm. got an extra two hours to work and with. And I would so. hope because there's an extra two yeah. hours, right? Um, but what I'm concerned about is that a fresh coat of paint isn't going to fix a fundamentally flawed structure. Agreed. So if this is just bonus scenes, well, I, I still have to care about the characters. Well, so, yeah, I, and I, I'm, Does anybody know... All the tough. So, all this is Zach's footage. Mm-hmm. How much of the original cut was Zach's footage versus Josh's footage? See, that's what I'm excited to see. Is what is the difference between mm-hmm. Josh Whedon's and because was um, it like eighty percent Josh's stuff? And it feels like seventy five percent of the movies changed. Right, which hmm. would which I would be like, okay, that's a completely different film. Um, but yeah, but then, then again, I'm curious on how this might shape the the longer term direction of the DCEU because the next film slated is the suicide squad sequel, mm-hmm. which is called the suicide squad, not suicide squad two, um, <laughs> which gives them time to difference. pivot for the other films. If mm-hmm. they said, Nope, Zach got it right. We're going this way. So it seems like it's a great filler film done mm-hmm. by a great fun director. Again, who had a hundred percent creative control, kill everybody. They didn't care. Yeah. Whoever you want to go, take them out. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, don't, I don't know if this is going to be a turning point. I, I think it's more of, uh, pun intended, they wanted to give Zack Snyder justice because a lot of people <laughs> felt like he was gypped out of his original right. vision. Sure. And, well, I mean, due know, to tragic circumstances, right, he left right. that original film because his daughter apparently committed suicide, which is right, awful. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, ve- very tragic. And I, I think he he a lot of the fans wanted to see because of their disappointment and what they got, <laughs> there was almost this, this magic unicorn of, Oh, but if only we got the original vision, it would be so much better. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people are going to watch it and go, Oh no, the, the unicorn was dead upon arrival. You know, no, painting the horn doesn't make it any more alive. I'm pretty sure that Zack Snyder could strap a horn to an elephant and drop it out of a plane and the Zack Snyder fanboys would still be happy that they got a unicorn. Right. <laughs> I, like, like, well, at I this mean, point, too, like, like I said earlier, I have I've forgotten so much about the original Justice League. This is literally a completely new film for me. Right. Because I, mean, I, I have, watched the Justice League film once, and that was four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I remember is like, oh, there's DC characters in it, and there was some bad CG, and <laughs> it's forgettable. <laughs> doesn't look like some of that CG has changed. I wish they would have just take take a little bit more time. It's just a little (laughs) bit more time, please. Um, Well, Hey, at at least he saved that budget with that four by three. (laughs) (laughs) I got, I got two things. Um, one of which is, uh, as you have found out from our last DC episode of (laughs) Superman, I've got, I got a thing like that's, he's my homeboy. He is your Aragorn. Yes. (laughs) Uh, It's the red underwear. What Aragorn, no, uh, what Aragorn is to Aaron, uh, Superman is to me. Um, I'm, I don't think Zack Snyder has done a fantastic job of setting that up, especially with Batman Superman on who the character of Superman is and just nailing that down. Has um, anybody I, got Superman right yet? Regardless uh, of 
there were some of the Richard Donner stuff and Christopher Reeve. Some of that was great. <laughs> I had a okay. combination of what if basically if they could take a saw like a um a more gentle Henry Cavill, boom, <laughs> nailed it. Gotcha. What I've seen so far, what I've heard from Zack Snyder is that he he has this long journey for Superman to go over and that this movie, one of the reasons that he wanted to go back was because this movie was supposed to be a culmination of mm-hmm. an arc for Superman and that we finally get to see the Superman from the comics. My question is, though, that's three flipping films mm-hmm. that it's taken for us to actually see legitimate Superman, even if he actually did it right. Right. Mm. Which. Come on. I can understand two. I understand the first one being the setup and the second one being more, Mm. you know, I get that. I get a lot more of. So, uh, so if Superman's the only thing that this film gets right, Andrew, is it a success for you? No. Okay. It's a, it's a win, but that it's not a success. It does. It it doesn't redeem what they did to the overall plot. Oh yeah. I, I, but again, I want to go into this with a fair shake as Mm -hmm. much as I do have reservations for this film. I really do want to go in and be like, okay, how is this on its own merit? Sure. Um, one of the things that I have seen from the reviews is like, oh, it's better than 2017 Justice League. That's not a high bar to hurdle. (laughs) (laughs) So it's better than the other one. I was like, well, yeah. So I, I, I ultimately, again, I have not a lot of faith in Zack Snyder at this point. Sure. And a lot of the, for lack of a better term, borderline arrogance that I've seen on his part from press releases and stuff leading up to okay. this where like, Oh, mm. I want to release a black and white cut to be edgy. Well, knock yourself out, kid. Yeah. Or, <laughs> like, or, mar- or marketing photos where it has the Joker, uh, it, you know, doing like a Jesus pose with crown of Thorns. Look, I like not, not cool guys. It's not great. Right. That's not a good look. And that's purely just to be like, Ooh, edge. Right. I, not uh, and then that again if you have good content ratio. you don't have to do if you have good content you don't have to do marketing like that no it yeah, sells you don't itself have to be edgy. it mm-hmm. really sells itself and so that no faith in Zack snyder at this point and then just seeing that like he just seems to be smelling these flowers these intoxicating flowers of his own ego so sure. much that i it's just i I well, no isn't that in inherent in already with it being a director's cut? Yeah, because yeah. already, already by it being a director's cut, you're raising your hand and going, no, mine was better. Right. 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 I mean, and that's true of any other alternative cut for a movie. And, sure. you know, whether you prefer it or not, it's always a director. It's their ego coming through. Right. Mm-hmm. However, Lord of the Rings extended edition is the only way to watch those movies. Yeah, but but I would I would make the argument that those aren't the Peter Jackson cut. Haven't seen them. Wait, Lord of the Rings or the extended one? The, ex- the extended cut. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Well, yeah. I, I did fall asleep still. during Two Towers twice. You fall asleep during a lot of things, Kevin. Yeah, Wait. but that was back in the day when I would go to midnight movies pretty regularly. Well, that's why you fell asleep. Yeah, a yeah. midnight Lord of the Rings film. I mean, you're that, going I, to that, the- would, <laughs> that that would be yeah. that would test the strongest of hearts. Yeah. Yes. I do miss um, a good solid midnight opening film though. Yeah, now it's now it's that old 7 p.m. opening mm. night. <laughs> Did anybody catch the rabbit headed down this trail? I'm not <laughs> Well, I, I think as as we finish this and chapter on the concerns, remember remember the S. It stands for hope. Yep. Yep. So go into this with, with that S. <laughs> 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 okay. It could mean that it's a pile of, yes. right? But go in, 
go in with hope. Yeah. Um, and all right, we've been bouncing around this third question a lot. Yeah. But all right, we've given our thoughts on on this new Snyder Schneider Schneider cut of Justice League. But what do you want to see next for DC? Particularly a hero that we've not seen yet that would get you excited. So I have two answers. One's within context of the DCEU, and one's if it was well, a standalone. I just said like DC. I just said DC. Yeah, go so. for it, Kevin. Okay. Um, I'll do my non DCEU first because I know Andrew's much more passionate about <laughs> the other character. Um, okay. I want to see a version of Red Hood and the Outlaws. Are oh. either of you familiar with Red Hood and the Outlaws? Yes, I am. Is that like the father of Little Red Riding Hood? No. No, it so is So Red Hood is <laughs> Jason Todd, who was the a former Robin, Robin who was killed by the Joker, and they come back to life, and he has sort of more... He has more he's, got, he's got Batman daddy issues, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so over time, he basically wants to repent for everything that he's done, and he forms this sort of team called the Outlaws. And there's, as of right now, I believe there's two versions of them. And I prefer probably the second one better, but they're all anti-heroes sort of mm-hmm. trying to um, make up for repent for this and like make amends. Yeah. Right. So okay. the first volume is Red Hood leads the team and then there's Starfire and a character called Arsenal. So if you're, oh, fr- yeah. if you're familiar with Green Arrow, it is Red it's Arrow. Speedy. It's, it's, yeah, Red it's, Arrow. it's Red Arrow Speedy who, who yeah. goes off and does his own thing and yeah. becomes Arsenal. Becomes Arsenal, and in the comic books, he's a huge drug addict and all these other things. Yeah, it doesn't um, go well for him. Doesn't go well for him at all. And um, he's so a that, guy or <laughs> a female? Yeah, uh, he's a guy. He's a dude. Oh, yeah, because, he a because, because, of the TV, because of the TV show Speedy, <laughs> Red Arrow was Thea. And mm-hmm. so a lot of people's first introduction to Red Arrow is that is character. That character, right. Okay. Um, but the one I want to see more is actually the volume two version. So it's Red Hood still leads it. Um, and it's. Artemis, she is a oh, god. Yeah. Um a Greek god. A Greek god and Bizarro. Okay. Okay. Are the team. And it's it's very much um Red Arrow and Bizarro play well together. They're very much like uh, of mice and men, like Lenny and George mm-hmm. sort of characters together. Super bright um, and super s- not. Right and, <laughs> and super not, right. I just think that'd be a fun dynamic as a series to do really well. I didn't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily want to see that as a film, mm. but I think it could be a, a really series. cool reoccurring series right. where you just take a different set of anti-hero heroes every season and run would through love, the outlaws. Would love to see James Gunn tackle Bizarro. I think you could. Oh yeah. He would do great. Nail he would that. do great. Right. That kind of, that self-referential and just wacky tone. He'd right. And that. I think it would be more fun in, a, an outlaws style rather than mm. a Superman villain. Right. Right. I, I think okay. that could be a lot of fun. So, mm-hmm. so what's, what's your D what is your in context of DCEU? Uh, it's the green lantern. It's like, there's really nobody else that you can uh, really think about the next one. Right. Um, there's other people that I can think of that I would like why, to see, but if you're talking about the next not been in here yet, like, well, it's because of the 2009 yeah. movie. I was going to say, that's I why. you want to talk <laughs> about scarring. That's why. <laughs> I do want to go back and watch that film, though. I haven't watched that film in a very long it's time. It's bad. I love Green I know Lantern, it's bad. but it's bad. Yeah, I know it's bad. Um, Chris yeah, Pine. Green Lantern. Chris Pine for Green Lantern. I think he'd nail that. Uh, for Hal well, it depends, on which, it depends on which one you go with. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think there's more. Personally, I think there's more to Jon Stewart Green Lantern than mm-hmm. there is 
Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan. Yeah. Um, I, I actually would prefer to see John Stewart come to the universe to kind of play a little bit right. more like the two thousands justice league cartoon. Right. Um, nineties and two thousands. Um, but I green lantern is my absolute in like, terms of needs yeah. to be seen. My little bit wilder pick on this one. I would love to see either Dr. Fate come in. I love Dr. Is, Fate. Mm-hmm. Who's basically uh, Dr. Strange from, he's the magic guy from, um, mm-hmm. one of the magic users in the, the DC, DC universe. He's like the sorcerer Supreme of DC. He basically, there's an old, like ancient God that lives in a particular helmet that's trapped in a helmet. And it's mm-hmm. the source of his powers. As opposed so, to a new ancient God. Well, no, no, no. Yep. So like, aren't all old okay, gods so ancient? ancient so it's like a new classic sandwich at wherever. Right. So whoever, <laughs> whoever puts on the helmet though, basically gives up their identity to become Dr. Fate, Dr. Fate. And you basically oh. are like, it's the ancient God. Uh, Nabu, I think is actually his name. Nabu. Not N-A-B-U. Um, ah, is his weakness a, sand? No, <laughs> gets everywhere. <laughs> of course. Um, no, but basically, like you give up your identity to become the hero, and he's like, right. he's he's a good guy most of the time, but he mm-hmm. has his own agenda. Huh. So I'd love to see that, or I'd love to see Zatanna, who is a classic character for mm-hmm. DC, uh, like one of their premier magic users, and mm-hmm. a kick butt. DC uh, uh, female hero um, right. who I would absolutely love to see come to the come to the table. So kind of off of the episode last week, you were not really interested in the punchy powers. You like the the powers. Well, it's, yeah. it's because it, op- it, it it puts a wild card in the universe. It takes it to places where you wouldn't expect, which really works well. I, I think that they they should unleash Doctor Strange in the MCU a little bit more, which it sounds like they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the multiverse of madness, because a lot of the bleed over from the stuff that happens in the mystic Marvel realm changes a lot of what happens yeah. in the more realistic world. The problem with the characters that we want to see, like the ones you mentioned, you got to get your punchy power guys right first. Yeah, yeah. you, you got to yeah. get the core before you start going on yeah. the tangent. That's, but, that's but, a, but, that's I, a but I would call but I would call Green Lantern a core character. I would not call oh, yeah. Dr. He's like Fane one of the Zatanna big five. Character. Right. Okay. Well, Molly's going to really like my pick, Kevin, because I think what the DCEU needs to do is they need to just realize, all right, they've lost the main push. You, so now they need to come be, in. Oh no. They need to come in <laughs> no. for for the, the pincer movement from the edges and then win back the hearts. So I want them to bring Condiment, Condiment King. King. Condiment King. All right. This is a character that begs to get his own movie. All right. He must turn have his own movie. Put him I mean, right? like Louis the Lilac. Listen, listen, if the DCU wants to catch up, they oh. need to bring back Condiment King. They I need mean, to we, do like a, a Suicide Squad C team movie. Well, I mean, we got like polka the, the, dot man. So yeah, yeah listen, polka dot man is actually pretty cool. If you don't know anything about polka dot man, I, I yeah, but see, that's the bit, thing is that here. one of the things I liked about Shazam is I felt like it was just very self-aware wonky. Mm-hmm. And I liked that so much of it is so dark and gloomy that I feel like I, I'm not saying be the MCU and make everything like a, <laughs> you know, yeah, every, but it, every, it really every was a breath of fresh air. No, and, and I, I think we're going to get that with Suicide Squad. I think mm-hmm. I think it'll be its own version of Zany, probably a very mm-hmm. dark heads getting 
decapitated <laughs> zany. Explodey sure. zany. But explodey, explodey. I, I, I'm like, all right, you're a, you're a comic movie. You're a mm-hmm. comic book movie. Be self-aware and just make this fun. Right. So, I mean, I, I think it'd be funny to have a dark twist on Condiment King. Like, all right, you want to go dark? <laughs> then go dark on something that is like, it, it's hilarious because you're trying to make it dark. Just right. be self-aware. So I say Condiment, <laughs> I say Condiment King tongue in cheek. I the really just want to see. villain. Yeah, the or, DC universe yeah. condiment. Yeah. Uh, war, war chest here, hero. Apparently, <laughs> apparently there was a, a DC comic that they did recently where they took uh, a like D list tier Batman villain called Kite Man <laughs> and actually made a legitimately good comic out of it. I don't know how, but I heard someone it was lost good. a bet. Someone lost a bet. <laughs> Can you do it? <laughs> well, I'm, as far as good comics, I heard it's up there. <laughs> Let's go, go fly, fly a kite up. up All right, we can't see anymore. We're gonna get. We're gonna get. Uh, that's right. Defunded for this. All right. Well, that's it for our discussion, guys. We've given our opinions and we made it through without seeing too much of our dark side. All right. Well. Since our discussion is over, it's time to get to Steppen, and we'll be right back for our game. (laughs) (laughs) This next segment is brought to you by Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can go to dadgumnerds.com, click our sponsors tab, and it'll take you straight there. These guys supported us in the beginning, and we'd love for you to support them back. Thanks, guys. All right, so time for the game. All right, Kevin is our game master for this evening, yes. and we've got a little bit of a twist since we're only three manning it tonight. So, Kevin, do you want to explain our new twist on this trivia? So this is a twist on Dadgum Trivia. We're calling this Batman and Robin mm-hmm. because our Batman, Andrew, with his content, he knows lots <laughs> about the DC, and our short guy, Zach, knows very little. Holy goat so nipples, Batman. We are going to give. <laughs> did you say actual thing? Did you say goat nipples? I did. Indeed. Okay. Man. Okay. Well, that's that's whatever. Then. You can milk them, right? Um, so we goat are going to throw good. Zach some softball DC questions. <laughs> and Andrew, some not so softball oh, dear. DC questions and see who actually knows more based off of their level. If I lose, I'm going to come back as Red Hood. Sounds good. He's cool. See, I'm learning. (laughs) He's cool. So we will start with Andrew, since this is Batman and Robin and not Robin and Batman. I am legitimately scared on how hard you've made this. So, um, Well, I'll start with the easiest one of the three questions that we have for you. It may not be the questions you deserve, but it's the the ones ones that you needed. (laughs) <laughs> what does DC stand for, Andrew? Oh, no. I, oh. <laughs> this is the oh. one I thought you'd get. Detective Comics. Detective Comics. That yes, is correct. that's the one. Really? It's Detective Comics. Detective Comics. Mm-hmm. Huh. Because they're still looking for good content. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, if you actually look at, like, old Batman all, stuff. Yeah, they were, they're all detectives. They had Sherlock Holmes. They were all literally detectives. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking, it's because why can't they make a good movie? It's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, 
a old Batman, like from the forties or whenever he was made, he was mm-hmm. basically a guy who ran around in a bat costume with a few mm-hmm. gadgets solving and crimes. was solving, solving crimes. solved crimes. That's all he did. Yeah. Yeah, he was basically like a dark version of Sherlock Holmes without the cocaine and violence. So the side of Batman that we really didn't see with Chris Nolan, which is like the super duper sleuth, that's actually Batman's original power. Right. That's who Batman is at its core, right? And then he's like, oh, people want punchy punchy. So he got really violent. So we got punchy punchy. So they got got the kapow. All right, Zach. Oh, boy. Here's your first softball question. (laughs) Who is the Scarlet Speedster? Gosh, are you kidding are look you at his kidding? face. Look at his face. Look at his face. Uh, How do you not know this? And I um, and I asked Zach what what DC content he's actually seen before, and then I crafted questions towards Zach. Wait, is it is it the Flash? It is the Flash. Yes, it's the Flash. <laughs> what it is the Flash? Well, I was overthinking it. I was thinking like I don't know the female speedsters' names in that way. Uh, no, wait, no, he's just red. Scarlet. Red is Scarlet. It's yeah. the Flash. It's the Flash. <laughs> You're so smart. That took way too long. I Um, really did. Listen, guys, uh, as has been mentioned multiple times, (laughs) I have very famously confused characters from the MCU and the DCEU. Yes. So Kevin started Kevin before the show was like, oh, don't worry. These are really low bar questions. I'm like, how low is this bar? Because (laughs) I may still stumble over it. (laughs) All right, Andrew. Oh, no. Which villain was once the Iranian ambassador to the UN? Whoa. The Iranian ambassador to the UN? Yes. Which villain was once the Iranian ambassador to the UN? You get one guess. Oh, no. Um, the I Off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody who's Iranian. However, I can think the of The Iranian somebody- ambassador. I know the one that I can think of who's closest and it was a villain, mm-hmm. Queen B. It is the Joker. What? what the actual heck? What the actual heck, DC? Yes. Wow. I could I can make that makes sense though, because Batman scared him and then T ran. Yeah, Iranian all the way over there. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> For the love, that was awful. Man, that was so bad because first off, it's Tehran, I'm now realizing. And I screwed up my own pun because I was thinking Iran and then Tehran. Wow, that was bad. I'm not even going to give myself a mark for that one, people. You go sit in the corner. Just go. go That was bad. (laughs) The Joker. Oh, my. Okay. I missed that one. Zach, you can take the lead here. (laughs) (laughs) Who killed Thomas and Martha Wayne? Oh, that actually is a good question. Yeah, I know it's a good question. That's why I'm asking. That's because he's, he's got it, some obviously. softballs. I, I gave you really hard ones on purpose. Who killed Thomas and Martha he, Wayne? He does have a name. He does have a name, and he's in the Nolan films. Yes, he is. That name has come up in the Nolan films. <laughs> and you see him multiple times in the Nolan films. Is it Scarecrow? It is not. No. Okay. It is Joe Cool. Joe Chill. Joe Chill. Please get that right. Joe Chill. Joe Chill. Joe Chill. That's, I mean, I'm talking about a universe that has Condiment King. I was about to say like Joe Chill. (laughs) Joe Chill kills. No, really? Some of the alternate names on superhero guys, like Mm -hmm. y'all come off the nose just a little bit. (laughs) Like, oh, now I'm talking about Batman's parents getting killed. One of my 
favorite memes that Kevin ever sent to me was the Riddler <laughs> was like talking to Batman. This was probably like five or six years ago. Oh, no. Like, it was when we first started working together. Yeah. Um, and it was the Riddler asking Batman, what's full of holes and goes down a alley? And he goes, my parents. My parents. And then the Riddler goes, oh, my gosh, no. It's a bowling ball. I'm so, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> I sent you guys another one today. Oh, um, it's so bad. It's something from so Teen it, Titans it's Go. Which, Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Teen Titans Go. Needs Just to stop. Go. Needs to go. Just stop. I'm not even seeing it. But this that. is really Everyone funny. This okay. is really funny. So all the Teen Titans are sort of oh, walking so down and Robin grabs Thomas and Martha Wayne and puts some like pearls around her neck <laughs> and shoves them down an alley. And then they hear and bang, a, bang. There's flashes. <laughs> <laughs> and little Bruce Wayne standing there. <gasps> and in the next scene, like the Batman appears back in the newspaper. I'm like, that's awesome. Uh, were they like trying to fix something in the timeline? I yeah, guess. They, they I had no context. In the the yeah, no context. Fun. That was the clip that he sent was that. I was like, <gasps> and, <gasps> and Robin, after he pushes him in and bang, bang, he gives this thumbs up <laughs> to the rest <laughs> of the team. <laughs> He's like Wayne to go. <sighs> oh, gosh. Uh, so bad. All right, your last question, Andrew. Oh, no. You have <laughs> to tied, get this. Zach. Yeah, I was going to say, Andrew, we're tied. What? Yeah, if you don't get this, uh, I know Zach's going to win. Oh, no. Um, what DC that. character did Stan Lee say was his favorite? Lobo. Lobo's correct. And it was Lobo. Oh. Mm-hmm. Lobo? Lobo. Lobo is a intergalactic a bounty hunter. Yeah, he's like a cosmic punisher. Or, or um, it honestly looks like a cosmic, like jacked up motorcycle riding um, Gene Simmons from Kiss. Right. And wow. one of his powers is like tracking, like he can find you anywhere, anywhere. regardless of what universe, what planet you're on. And he can find you can go toe to toe with Superman. Right. Well, hey, Zach, this one's for all the Marvel. Yeah, this is well, all not right, all the Marvels, but all the Marvels. I'm old. Marvels. Make sure My you enunciate. Zach, who is Batman's most underrated villain? Under <laughs> underrated? <laughs> who is Batman's most underrated villain? Underrated? For you, there is a legitimately There's only one answer, answer. for this. Oh, really? Underrated? Come on. Underrated? Come on. Oh, wait, I, Zach. I mean, listen, oh. I only know... I only know like four. This Batman is the softest villains. of softballs you could ever give everyone. It's on a tee. It's I on a so, tee. I am just relishing this. This is great. <laughs> underrated. Oh. Who is Batman's most underrated villain? I love this. Gosh, this is so Come bad. On. Is this How a tagline? Is this a tagline? No, it's an actual villain. This it's, is hurting me so hard. I, I don't. Uh, Andrew, yeah, could I, I have could I have made this any easier? No. <laughs> ah, underrated villain. There's no um, way he's gonna catch up with me. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna say <laughs> penguin. I'm Are gonna say kidding? condiment king. <laughs> underrated. Yes. <laughs> he's like in my mind, he's the best. <laughs> Who dares not rate his royal kingliness? The condiment king. Just like the actual movies. 
Batman has again beat Robin. <laughs> yeah. In every way. With well, the stick. Kevin, that was uh that was Superman. Thanks for a great game. <laughs> so now we've got our closing thoughts and pun count right after this. Hey, Daggum Nerds fans, did you know we had a merch store? If you want a t-shirt or a fanny pack to really show off that dad bod, go to daggumnerds.com and hit that merch store tab and you can find what's in store for you. All right, well, uh, I don't want to go on a Martian manhunt to find your closing thoughts. So uh, y'all want to just share them? <laughs> the pun count in this don't, episode don't has to be ridiculous. Can, don't, don't, make me, don't make me wonder, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so when it comes to Justice League, I genuinely am curious, but I'm not hopeful right now. So I, I'm going to watch it because we're going to review it for the show, but I mm-hmm. really am going into this with as open a mind as I possibly can and trying to give this as fair of a shake as I can, even though I've got some reservations about it. And I think this film would be best watched in a group. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, it's not like you're, you know how it ends, right? So I I I don't remember. Good guys (laughs) win. (laughs) Good guys win. Maybe. Um, Yeah. But no, I I think watching this as a group is absolutely the way to go because you're going to need some moral support through four hours of runtime. I'm going to I'm going to have to chip away at this little bits at a time because uh, between weekdays and having a job and then. Wait, you have a job? I do. This is not (laughs) actually my job. Um. But then weekends, I've got a house that's actively falling apart on me. Uh, that's another story for another time mixed with like, you know, my wife's love language is quality time. And so taking and watching this movie away, with your wife is probably not quality time. Probably no. not. So you Sorry, know, I, Zach I'm, gonna have, I'm going to have to chip away at this little bits at a time. It's, it's just I'm, I'm resigning myself to that. Fact. You can't just stay up late one night and say, hey, babe, I'm on baby duty. Um, I'm going to stay up watching this guy. What do you think the podcast is? <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you'll be there in uh, the delivery room while you're waiting for. <laughs> Honey, just for wait Abigail. a little bit longer. <laughs> just wait a little bit longer. OK, we're almost done with this. Give her some more drugs, Doc. <laughs> Knock her out. And uh, I mean, I, as for me, I, I've got no dog in this fight. I, I mean, I went into watching the 2017 Justice League with kind of a meh mentality. <laughs> so just to hear that they they threw 70 million more dollars at it. Now, now to me, it's just another $70 million. Eh, okay. I mean, so what is the total cost of this film now? Lots, Uh, lots of, is it knocking on 400? Listen, it's a, it's so much that it's in a league of its own. So for another seven, seventy million dollars to me, I I, I'm expecting to just have lipstick on a pig, but Mm. Hey, prove me wrong. Zack Snyder, prove me wrong. Uh, I will go into it with that level of optimism. I would love to be proven wrong. So, well, let's put a pork in it and it's time <laughs> to do our pun count. And like uh, Kevin, were you keeping track on this one this week? I, I'm, I'm guessing it's in like the 19 range. No. So I made it my personal goal last no, episode. You did. Andrew, you're not going to be sleeping tonight <laughs> no. because we have 23 <laughs> puns. No. <laughs> I, I wondered if you were going to do that. You yes. actually did it. Oh, yep. No. yep. So we so. had we had a whole host of them this time. Oh, so now you can stay four. up and watch the Justice League. Yeah, now you have all the time <laughs> in the course. world. I was yeah. doing you a favor. Now you have four hours in which to oh watch. Oh my gosh, you are such a monster. But hey, <laughs> viewers, listeners, if you want to watch more of us, instead of watching the Snyder Cut, 
please subscribe to our channel mm -hmm. on YouTube. Or, hey, find us on Apple Podcasts. We really need other people to get the good word out mm -hmm. because, hey, we don't we don't do alternative cuts. What what you hear is what you get. So we're we're proud of our original cuts of all of our episodes. And we're also on like every major podcast platform, yeah. not you just Apple Podcasts. You can so. find us. Spotify uh, ever Urbay. But Urbi. we also want you to go to our website. Why, Andrew? Because we got a lot of really cool things on there, and you guys are probably tired of me talking about this, but anything from our merch store, which is a blast. There's a lot of really cool designs on there mm -hmm. designed by the fabulous abigail show walter you can um, even get some pants yeah pants. you can get some pants <laughs> um but there also is our patreon page where we do our exclusive after show which you can check that out um it's only like three dollars a month to do that and it mm -hmm. really helps us out and um and we also even you can guest on the show as well with our top tier so Check it out. There's a lot of really cool mm -hmm. things on there that we've designed specifically for you guys. You too Bird. could join me in making amazing puns. Just, you know, just or become a, become a Puntreon. A Puntreon. We need to make a Puntreon page. <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> Writing it down. That's nope. 25. Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, seriously, y'all, we really appreciate your support. This has been a fun episode, even <laughs> if I had no idea what was going on half the time with it being DC. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, we will catch you next time, Daggum Nerds. Game over.